Welcome to the Kiwi Cuts podcast. My first guest is one of my best buddies, Fanine Witchley of Munster Rugby. Good evening, Fanine. How are you? How are you, bud? What's the story? Good to see you. So, talk to me. What's the plan? Uh, I will get a skin fade and a small bit off the top. So perfect. Perfect. Good to have you here anyway as well. Yeah, it's nice to be down in Cork now again. Life's good? I'll go Jan out again this weekend now. Um, playing should be so away. So it's always a tough challenge. When are you striking on for that? Uh, on Thursday. Games on Friday night, like, so that's not too bad. Black Saturday off the crappy travel. Like, but. Yeah, short, sweet. Um, so, let's get into the podcast. Let's get it started. Let's get the ball rolling. Um, so, first question. I suppose a lot of people won't know, but you've been one of my closest buddies from, <coughs> from the get-go. I suppose we first started to see each other when... Um, when we're in what the first year was it? When we're in yeah, first year, yeah, we probably got closer second or third year properly. When we both started playing rugby a lot, like yeah. When we got it, when we got into rugby, yeah, I was kind of so. Mm-hmm. We always had you came from a background that I suppose with your family that there was always rugby going, and then things got a bit serious. I suppose when the cadets came along, between both of us, um, and I suppose they went to training and enjoying that as well. There was good parts and good bit of fun within it. Um, so it's then Joe leaned on for that. I suppose we we played with Bantry at a young age. Um, I was always hooking, and you're always up my ass. In second row, yeah. <laughs> yeah, having spot to the to the right of me, and then so was made Paddy and Paddy other hooking. Who's 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 second row with you actually again? What's up, Kev? Kev, Kev yeah. all the way up, yeah. Sure. My case the, was filling that time as well. Yeah, the band has still always been there between all of us. Um, so it's going back to that as well, Joe. With us growing up, I suppose a lot of people. Fanine was actually uh, Fanine was actually my first ever haircut uh, back in uh, the summer of 2014. I don't know if many of you see it on uh, both of our Instagrams. We had it up there when I opened the business. Fanine actually put up put up uh, a whole post. And then yeah, that was Thursday, sure. Yeah. That was when your mom brought out your grandfather's clippers, was it, back yeah, in the day? Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. So you said you give it a bash. There's a bit of fun, right? There's a... Uh, <laughs> It's a dodgy haircut. It's a French disco or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, one of them, uh, <laughs> one of them beautiful ages. But look, it's nice to actually have you on the chair as well today with that. Um, so then, Joe, our band stayed always close throughout the rugby, even though you went down the path of rugby, and uh, I ended up taking the hairdressing transition here. I got knocked off the the young the. Um, the youth monsters at that time and this was you continued on to get to your into pros and uh so the big the big change i found i suppose that i suppose in transition year was we're in separate classes which was a bit annoying but i think the fact you from fifth year then when you uh when you ventured on to ross cray um to boarding school yeah i was when i got a chance to go to ross cray and i couldn't miss it like you know no. it was difficult to leave but after fourth year we kind of bonded a lot then we did with the whole the mini company and all that kind of stuff like and play a lot of rugby together and then like to move on into fifth year which was different like you know especially being a boarding school we were for three or four weeks we couldn't yeah it was it's it's a uh, i suppose that, that was the hardest thing that i found was the separation between both of us for that length of time but i suppose it nearly grew us closer as best friends as well um so it's joe going from bantry being a you were never late for school anyway. Well, <laughs> there was enough uh, there was enough uh, i was always late <laughs> but uh Talk to me about the Joe going to Ross Cray and the the difference in say discipline and uh, Joe. I suppose you you had a structure compared to Bantry Joe. You have a big family. Um, Joe, there was Josh was in school at the time. 
There was Letitia, there was Saskia. I think Nathan was only was was Nathan, Nathan was still there when we were in first year, was we it? We were in first year, Nathan was in sixth year. Yeah. And he moved on after that, but like, you know yourself, like getting up every day with teaching Saskia and stuff being late or Josh being late or whatever. It's a lot different. Who was the worst? When I was, Josh was always the worst. <laughs> Last to get up out of bed. But um I know like in Rasgrave it was different because all I do is just concentrate on myself and get up in the morning and have breakfast and straight into school. Everything was there, like which was easy, like you know. Talk to me about the routine. Did you <clears throat> Did you feel that was one of the bigger factors that? Oh uh, yeah, like they, they pushed me on definitely because we used to just leave after class straight away after school and uh, straight on onto the pitch, out and pitch for an hour and a half and then in for food. After that, then you know, we're studying and stuff like that, like which helped um, school-wise as well. You know, like, whenever yeah. that's you, in adventure school, I felt anyway, you get a chance to study at home, like it's that distractions at home, you know, whereas. Allocated study times and stuff helped a lot. Like actually put your head down and. I suppose. I suppose. Not. Not in a bad way, but it was. It was the first time that you got to be a, a bit selfish towards yourself as well because you had no distractions that you knew. Right. This is. I was up here to yes, to get better at rugby and then I suppose with studies as well. Like because Joe have a big family. Joe trying to get the space to do homework and then Joe time even with rugby. Joe like because. Joe, you were living out in Kamola, which was, Joe, was a 15, it was 15 minute Joe, drive into, into town anytime of training that you're leaving, you're nearly leaving, you know, 40 minutes before training by the time you get ready and all that, where when you were at your, in Rossquay, it was straight onto the pitch and there was, Joe, everything was there, I suppose, at your doorstep, which is a big asset towards getting routine structure, everything with you. Remember, like, those trips to Limerick or whatever, an hour and a half? Up, now and a half back down, and you know, even go to park. You were spending more, like that was the one thing as well. When I when I was on it as well that time was you were spending more time in the car than on the pitch, which is tough on the body. Like the body started taking its toll as well, which is. Uh, well, yeah, like you've been training for what, like an hour and a half, two hours, but you're to travel up to park for an hour, an hour back down, never get a chance to study or whatever. So it was handy for me, like after school, just to go straight out into the pitch. And then no six to eight, like you have to study, and then nine to ten again, like after yeah. study. So it's just it's way easier. So then moving on from that, this was like the big thing coming out of that was one of the biggest medals winning in schools rugby today. Um, winning yeah, a senior cup yeah, in your first year over there. Especially yeah, compared to the Munster Cup, I feel like that it's way more promoted and stuff like that. Like you know. Yeah, it's uh, like. Oh, <laughs> They so make a way bigger deal, like, saw yeah. over the telly and... What was it like playing on TV for the first time, like, seeing it? I used to be, like, I used to remember down the maritime, watching it with uh, Ian and myself and oh, uh, Kevin. Like, it was nuts, like, compared to what we kind of grew up with, like, six or seven of train and then... Yeah. Maybe ten people, fifteen people watching a match or whatever to, you know, maybe two or three thousand people watching it and obviously being on telly, like... Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's crazy, right, because uh, it's weird, like, I suppose... As we could kind of say, it was the Bantry invasion. I suppose I moved up like there was with yeah, Tim Cohn and and uh, Philip. Philip, yeah. But then Joe having Tim Tim Foley as your uh, as your captain as well, another Bantry man, but a skippering trainer, is he? <laughs> yeah, I moved across. Yeah, but no, it was it's uh, it was cool. Joe, even there, I remember. So it was the semi final against was it a semi or quarter final against Black Rock? Was it was the quarter final, yeah, yeah. fifth year. Where you made the match. First time ever, like you know, everyone or whatever, everyone went nuts. Like, yeah. The, the reaction from all the old people, especially the past students, like they were, 
that she came up to us crying after the game, like, and it was just a memorial thing, really, for them, like. Yeah, it's quite funny, I suppose, uh, for the first game when I made the reckless journey up to Rasquay to actually cut your hair beforehand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's all over here. Jeez, yeah. I wasn't, didn't sit well at all. No, it, uh... Pete Swanepoel wasn't happy at all. He thought we'd take us off task and we were too worried about our looks and that kind of stuff, like, compared to actually being, you know, worrying about the game and thinking about the game and stuff like that, like, but... It's Joe. Then, like, moving on, I suppose from that, you'd, uh... What was your next biggest goal? But well, then, like winning the senior cup was huge. That was. Uh, that was in fifth year, yeah. And then yeah. in sixth year we got to the final. So I've been spotted both in sixth year. Phil was starting on the wing actually that year, that year as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we lost uh, to Belvoir in in sixth year. Um, and after that, then I didn't make the nineteens. And was, was that a big? Joe, like you not making the nineteens? Did that? How did you take that? Because like I remember the time when I. Got knocked off. It's it's a very hard thing, Joe. Like Joe, to keep your dedication and your Joe, your morals, Joe, your interest when knowing, like, it's called a spade a spade. It, it is it is cutthroat. Like you, you uh, I don't know. I don't take this in a bad way, but I think like one thing that I found with you, you're you're always the arrogant kind of that. Not in a bad way, but you were the fella that you turn around and you'd uh, if someone said you're not going to make it. You're proving to them that you will make, and I think that's a big thing that's stuck to you since. And I believe that as a close friend, where that's why you've got to where you have, because you work your ass off to get to that. That you want, you want the best. You know what's best. Um, yeah, but sure, I was looking at them because literally two or three weeks after the squad was named for the or nineteens, I was told that I was going to get a cap for the Munster Ulster, yeah. against Ulster. Yeah. So that kind of just literally motivated me for. Keep so going. Weeks, keep going. And but then, like, getting your first cap once Munster A's, and then, was it within a year that, did you go, and did you, did yeah, you cap I, No, I, I capped, no. yeah, I capped about two years later, then that was in, Washington in the park against the Dragons, like, yeah. which was unreal, like, it was, like, especially uh, with Josh being on the team as well. Yeah, you like, know, that's, very special, like, for us and the family, like. I suppose, you had that experience, and then, you had the experience then, with playing with, with Jason, then in, in, uh, in, with Young Munster as well, which was, so yeah, see the that first pitch. time we played together, yeah, that was my first year of school. I came back from injury and I ended up playing against um, Newcastle West, I think actually it was. Yeah, which um, is... Uh, I came off the bench or something because I came back from concussion. It was the first time I ever playing with a brother, but like, I couldn't believe it was Jason, seeing as such an age gap, seeing he was like 27 at the time when I was only 18 or something. Yeah. 18. Um, well, yeah, that was special as well. Like, see him look, he's kind of coaching you see now at the moment as well, so which is going well. And he's just... It, it's big. Robbie's never going to leave your family anyway if it's anything like your. Oh, especially with a driver like that. Like yeah. That keeps the whole thing going. Oh, but he always did. Like, it was. Uh, so, anytime you go up, there was. It's it was all. Some rugby game on, even if it was an old DVD, it's 2006, 2008, or Hyden Cup DVD or something like that. Like, it would always be on. Like, or it, well, if it wasn't that, there was a trad session, Joe, we're having. But John Water would come up with this gun, the two of us would be there. <laughs> Could be stupid hours in the morning, but, you know, they're, they're the hours that. Uh, Mom, don't make yeah. up. I'm a cheese toast. It's <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> 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 trying to Chatting. find out all the news. Like, yeah, but then to be nearly six o'clock in the morning before we'd release it, and we'd, we'd see what <laughs> more funny out the news of what happened over the night. But oh, that's the fashion. Like, Joe, I see her as the second mother as well, which is. Yeah, of course, but that's the same as your mom as well. Yeah. She used to go after school and train out the back of your and reduce this free. Oh, when you look back, and, like the mother actually said to me coming up this morning, she was like, uh, don't forget as well when you tried that meal plan between the two of you and like just cooking a salad. She was going through pictures there because the sister's wedding coming up that she has a picture of the two of us 
was the most ridiculous looking plate of food that you could have like but so that, they're the moments that you kind of enjoy as well that you know you look back and as well in time um talk to me about limerick uh how you find it there is it like so as a move from one going from ross joe bantry then to then ross Cray then to limerick like joe you live with dan walsh and you live with alan Tyne and then yeah, josh really very easy transition for me like because yeah we and time in school together and obviously i knew dan from he was here above me at what, Munster. Yeah. So I got a new lads I was moving into, which was grand. And then Cookies moved, House, yeah. Into Cookies House, yeah. And then it was the area. So Josh, like when Ben Kilkenny moved out, Josh just kind of took his place and went straight into my old room and I moved upstairs to the bedroom. But um, I don't know, it's been fine. I like Limerick. I think, I don't think it's half as bad as everyone think, makes, you know, makes it out to be or whatever. And It's close to training. Yeah. Joe, that's a lot of it as well, <clears> the convenience <throat> of... Joe, where you're living, like Joe, it'd be different if you're commuting from Cork every day. Your body just couldn't, as you said there, like Joe, coming down this evening as well, which I appreciate you do coming down. But to the fact of, I know it's only an hour and a half journey, yeah. but it's just it takes a toll as well. If you do it every week or whatever, it's fine every now and again. But if you do it every day or every week, it's it's very difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah, and like Joe, it's. Living in Limerick is, as you said, you're lucky enough. You're you're living in Castle Troy, isn't it? It's just and it's, yeah, we're living in Hazelwood State. Like it's it's a perfect spot in Fairness. It's very close to the college. Only five or six minutes drive down there every morning and every evening, which is grand. Like and it's handy for college as well, getting across in the evenings and things like that. Up to a college. Yeah, the other time we'll be going to the Yeah. Um, well, like, so your routine, like in like what what would just go through a bit of a synopsis of your routine of how. <clears throat> Joe, like just your day to day with Joe training and then living in Limerick, Joe. This was Joe your evening times and then. Yeah, well, it's not too hectic, to be honest. Like it's no. on, on a Monday we normally just preview the game from uh, the week before, and then by Tuesday then you're kind of looking over the team you're going to play and look at their their strengths and their weaknesses and how you're going to play against them and things like that. Like and then on Wednesday you have day off normally physio or you know maybe a massage or a rub or whatever and other than that like. You, and then you're kind of just preparing for the game at the weekend, mm-hmm. whatever captain's run on a Thursday or Friday and back into the weekend travelling again. Um, as I say, we're travelling Thursday now and, and back Saturday, which is yeah. it's just sick and travel other, other than that, like, but it's, it's fine. It's tough. It's like, like, I suppose coming from West Cork, it makes it happening easier travel. You probably take it, you don't take it as much as what you used to. No, it's definitely a change having to double in an hour and a half rather than five hours. Yeah, know? it's a... Uh, complaints about the hour and a half after Dublin, but... <laughs> Maybe one from Bantry to Dublin, it's a completely different story. It is, it is. And are you flying out from from Dublin then on Friday to Treviso? Yeah, flying out from uh, Dublin on Friday then back in Saturday evening. Or sorry, from midday. So it's like very short and sweet, but it's... Uh... <coughs> no, it's one of the, like it's, it's normally easier if you fly out there at night four and then end up coming back in night of the game or whatever that evening. It's that easy, more full full weekend off then, you know? Yeah, well, like this year it was... You've travelled a good few times that does the, the 24th man, as you, as well as you say in the messages, Joe, as Joe for Heineken, uh, Champions Cup, non Heineken Cup days are gone. And then you're getting your, your good space of time within playing in Pro 14, which is huge. Like, you're, Joe, you turn around, you're still only 21. Like, and how many, roughly how many caps do you have under your belt now? Uh, 20, yeah, 20 now. So it's. Or my 21st of you know this weekend, and that's. 21st to 21 like Joe, there's there's very few people at that age can say that as well like that you're it's great though as you like as i talked to you there joe during the week like you're saying joe you're feeling good you're 
Joe, you're you're playing well. Like I even checked, Joe, looking at your stats there the last I was checking on Monster Rugby, Joe. Kev was actually just saying to me, he was like, Oh, check him out, like and looking at your tackle count, just like it's for a fella that's so young and still enjoy like I suppose as I said to you there the last day as well on the phone was looking at Joe everyone was saying about a prop that they used to only develop when they came to the 26, 27, 28, that that's when they were getting into into form. And then Tyke Furlong came out of nowhere, so at twenty was it twenty two or twenty three, where his name wasn't you know big, and then all of a sudden he went on to World Player of the Year, and then you were the young lad at twenty one, having twenty one caps this weekend, and you've Academy Player of the Year under your belt. Yeah, well, like when you when you get a chance to travel twenty four man, all you want to do is all you want to do is play. Like so, when you get a chance then in Pro fourteen and these things. You want to make a count, like, and yeah. especially like with James Ryan and stuff playing so well with Ireland. There's no reason no. why only two, or two, maybe two years younger than him, but you can't play with yeah. the province, and that's it's great. Yeah. Setting the example for everyone else, like, and going after Rowan Winding. It does, yeah, and like, it, you know, I suppose get, getting that experience, as you said, with James Ryan being what's what age is James? He's twenty-three, I think. Twenty-three, yeah. like, and you know, like he he had such a good Six Nations as well, like, you know, like you know, watching the Six Nations there, one well, of the games I got to see with. We're just working here on the Saturdays, which is a bit of a balls, but Joe, you get you get to see your highlights. But uh, just, it's inspiration to look up to him because like you want you, you want that Irish jersey eventually as well. Like that's I suppose that that's one of your goals. Yeah, of course. Like, like I played with Jordy, and yeah. Just one summer for him, this just changed his whole this whole career. career. Um, like he was an unbelievable player with us in twenties, and then he got that injury. Yes. And he had that full summer at Leinster, and I think you know there's no reason. Well, you can't push yourself to be in the same position there right now, you know, even at your age, it's not really an excuse. No, it's so. not. I think, like that day, it's, it, I was saying there, even when I, I done the introduction just before you came in as well, and I was saying, well, to like opening up a business at 21, it's, uh, I know it sounds like, Joe, before people look at you with four eyes and go, what are you doing? Like, but it's, I think if you're ready and if you're, if you have the ability to, it's it's one of the things that you like. You push, like you look at you there, like how oh, you've always been a big lad. You're always since first year, anyway. You? <laughs> I was always under, I was always under your shoulder, anyway. But, uh, no, but like, if you're driven to, to succeed as well, like even with you with the business and things like that, like yeah. you have to be hungry to, to for you to make money and, and to get business. I think you'll always succeed that way. That's correct. It's not yeah. always just knowledge. It's, it's sometimes just the joy of actually do something and to make it yeah different. it's it's it, as i said in, in just earlier as well was passion it's one word that is like it's what's his name um ken o'connell <laughs> i'll never forget the day like the speech that there were all the trial uh, game yeah, yeah, inside the dressing yeah, room, and stand it, up on top of the seat in some crease it was in crease three wasn't it it was where is it was a trial game or trial training or was it i thought it was in front was it not from it was in front sorry it was we were literally yeah. all just stand up on top of the bench and he was just in the middle of us all, like, and he was just roaring Whoa. at us, being like, how much of a big child this season. I think he was under 16 or something yeah. at the time, like, and everyone was so G'd up. The half people made mistakes, like, and... But I think his, his biggest thing was that literally, the more passionate you are, the better you played. And that's not always the case either. No, it's know? not. It's not, because they... You do, like, because it comes down to, yeah, passion's great, but it comes down to your skill, your time, your effort. It, there's, it, there's a lot of, like, because I... You see a lot of you can say, like... It's the same thing when you have a business as well, like, right, yeah, you can do as much training as you can, but you have to have a skill set as well within it, and then, there's just, I think there's just a lot of factors that, Joe, people don't even see, Joe. 
behind the scenes the work is, you know, it's half about... Yeah, like, like, I suppose, I've gone through with you with, I've seen you with a broken wrist, I've seen you, I'll never forget the time before, there were the sevens when you, uh, was it your, your ankle that time? Yeah, that I broke like, the ankle, I was for the tennis side competition, literally the last play, yeah, and I'll never forget it, like, yeah. just, it, it was one lad stepped inside you and just, the leg got planted and, uh... It was at the CIT, yeah, I remember Kevin Mullins, yeah. You were taking us home, wasn't it? He was yeah. sympathizing me the whole way home and I just wasn't having any of it. No, at all, at all. And like, cause George, like cause it, that team got picked that time for the sevens like, and your name was down on it as well, which I think was the, the hardest thing to take. Um, but like, talk to me about, like, Joe, everyone gets injuries. I've done, Joe, my shoulders have never been the best <clears> after <throat> after playing rugby. Still love it to this day, but like, talk to me about your... Joe, your mental attitude towards, I suppose, driving to get, Joe, get back and recover and then keep going from where you actually went <laughs> off from. Yeah, well, I was very lucky. I, like, don't touch wood, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had any major injuries. I think my last injury now was syndesmosis, the last major one, and my yeah. biggest focus was literally just to put on as much size as I could up top to try to compete because I knew I was getting a development contract for this year and... Yeah. Lots of JK and Billy and Dad and things like that. They were obviously a lot bigger physically than me, and all I wanted to do was try to come back in that ten-week block with like two or three and more be kg competitive. Of, yeah. yeah, be com- compete them easier next year, and it's not going to make you know a massive difference in between three of us uh, physically. You know, yes, that was, my, that was my biggest goal really. And then I think once you have a goal, it makes it a lot easier. But I think fellas, like you get like constant injuries every couple of weeks. Like, yeah, I couldn't imagine how difficult it is on their mind to actually get back and. And, and keep going like yeah you've been you've been lucky enough right to be fair with towards injuries but like i've always seen your like your determination getting back is what is you hit the nail on the stone there saying about joe you have to have a goal it's down it's simple but always just, it just you just you lose track of, of what you're actually what you're striving for so you then it comes down, down to like have a, have a clear goal in your head it just makes it 10 times easier to actually achieve it and building that bond i suppose with the snc and your physio and just like trying to get the most out of them to see right what can I do better to make myself better? Like I, I see there, like Scotty be coming in there now as well, and Joe, and he be explaining about his injury, like and it's, it's, Joe, it's, as you said, just keeping the mind focused, like Joe, it's like people can turn so many different ways when, when with injury, that Joe, it's, it's, it's one of the things that you like, you gotta be headstrong with it. Yeah, but Scotty's got a long road ahead of him. Yeah, he's working ridiculously hard at the moment. Like his biggest thing is probably he probably just wants to lean down and. He's trying yeah. to find some good size on him, you know. Especially in his position as well, a fella who's mobile in his position is huge. It's huge, like. yeah. And that's is. just the way the game has gone. It's you can't have a, a big heavy prop. You can just scrummage. You need a fella you can pass, run, carry, tackle. So you know, scrummaging just won't cut it anymore. Not in today's game, like. No, 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 no. Going back actually, there if we, I suppose we just highlighted it there about your winning academy player of the year. Talk to me about it. Was this uh, like oh, it's, it's not? It's not a shock either. Cause like, it, come on, you've you've been you've been playing well. Come on, you, like you, it's you have to have, have a bit some bit of self praise. We're not trying to be on the cocky perspective of it, but it's uh, the it's. Quality it of players was, though, it was just just with Cal Cal yeah. had a great season that year, and especially Liam O'Connor. I remember he got a bad injury, and yes. that was probably one of the main reasons why that helped me to get it, but. Because um, he was having a standing season as well. She's back in now as he's well, back in as well, which yeah. is yeah. Because I saw one of the games where he was playing against with uh, with Khan was one of his first games back. I think it was Contar if I'm wrong, but um, and then to see him draw drafted straight back into the Munster thing, it's 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 huge. Like, yeah, but, that's uh, how good a season was. Jeez, for 
the first I'd say twelve games of the season he was our starter and he had some outstanding games like um but then he got that bad injury and he was out for a year and a half like so as you can imagine it takes so long to get back into things you know back in, yeah. um to get back into your own regular playing ability like but uh, yeah. yeah, I was I was delighted. I like, couldn't believe it. Like, and mom and dad were so proud and yeah. stuff like that. Like, which was nice. Talk to me a little bit about um, your, I suppose, your, your family. I suppose, like, well, I know them so well now from spending that time with you. But like, do give us a kind of brief synopsis of of your family? Like, because you know, I know you. Actually, know we obviously a big family, but yeah, just seven of us. But um, ah, oh, we're so close at Christmas and things like that. Especially yeah. there's such nice times of the year. We don't really get to see each other. A whole lot either, but um, especially Christmas and we're all around. It's always exciting. It's it's nice, you know. Yeah, she had only um, a short space because I remember going for uh, breakfast there with yourself and Kev uh, over Christmas. Like enjoy your only saying that you enjoyed. Yeah, you just don't want to get away from home. Like when you're home no. at all, you want to just spend Stay. as much time as you can, you know. And I suppose you have the girlfriend as well, Saoirse. Saoirse, yeah. Uh, so. We were together now here in three months. Uh, she's <laughs> met the family and all that. Um, I know it's it's going well. In fairness, I'm enjoying that. Like that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, I suppose, right, moving on from that, big weekend in two weeks' time. So yeah, I booked flights there last weekend, for which I'm looking forward to heading over to Coventry. Yeah, that'd be a serious like, crack for you, anyway. Yeah, uh, I love great crack at all. Yeah, well, hopefully, no, I'll be, I'll be playing. Like, I'm just going to try my best now this week and yeah. give myself the best shot I can, you know? I'd say, um, like, it's it, it's going to be a tough game, like, Joe. So, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the Edinburgh game. I got to see the highlights of it, but I didn't get to see it live, which was a bit of a bit of a balls, because, like, Joe. I had, uh, the landlord's son just saying he was like he came in it was like all oh, they're after winning and then like, it was it was great to hear like I suppose Earls Earls he playing out of his skin once again like he's ah, the season that that fella's having is something oh, we were trying to work it out the other day I, I think the amount of semi-finals and quarterfinals he's played and like when he gets an opportunity now to play and now ah. he just all he wants to do is lift that trophy and I think yeah. for those kind of guys it's, it's these these seasons are massive because obviously they're getting older or whatever and there's people come up underneath them and they're still playing so well, but all they want to do is win. I yeah. think once you've gone through about 10 or 11 losses in quarterfinals and semifinals, you know, you're always yeah. in desperate mode. Um, and that's that's the way he's kind of playing at the moment. Um, who are the jokers? Who are the, the messers within, within your... Uh, well, we lost him recently. Mick Sherry was yeah. probably the biggest messer. He was hilarious. Um, we probably couldn't say half stuff here. I know what he'd do. Like, but <laughs> he, um, he's after going to Gloucester and he's... Which is Joe? It's great to see. I suppose Joe for a fellow that went through injury as well. Joe, with the time with, I suppose with Munster having the Joe, the loss of, of hookers for there with a while with Joe through injuries and stuff like that. And I just cursed injury. Yeah. Frank, like he had two big so- shoulder injuries and he done his knee as well. And he was playing so well before he got injured. He just for him it was just a more thing. Can he actually get back to that same playing playing way that he was? And just for here with the quality hookers we have at the moment with scans, yeah. Reese will be yeah. He well just wasn't well. getting a chance. He no. just wasn't getting lucky, and I think it was a smart decision for him to go across and just give him one last crack for the last couple of months and see if he can pick up another place or another uh, another contract. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this was Joe with news on ES. It was yesterday breaking with Van Grand's signing till the twenty twenty two. Yeah, like that's that's huge for the and like Joe. I just heard on the radio coming up this morning that he's trying to Joe keep all his backroom staff, which would Joe like uh, Fla- uh, Joey Flannery and. Um, all the rest of the boys, which it, Joe, it used to be a huge achievement. Like what he's done in the last in the last two years as well. Joe yeah, but like in any team, consistency is key. Like, and I think over the last couple of years, with Razzie coming in for a season and leaving, and obviously Axel passing away and stuff. Yeah. I think it's been difficult for the team to to gel. Just, yeah, we'll just get a solid baseline of what exactly what a coach is trying to teach you, you know, and yeah. trying to pick it up. Whereas if he gets under two or three seasons of 
exactly what showing what he, yeah well, it just it just works better you, you get a proper insight to what he exactly what he wants in his game well, what he's doing at idea. the moment though it seems to be seems, seems to be working, working for now anyway yeah it's uh hopefully, hopefully it'll get us to a final maybe exactly a trophy. talk to me a bit about i suppose other things that you've done outside of outside of the the rugby the rugby ground like you've so as you've always been you always knew that you played football as well and you used to be yeah, I played with Collins for a couple of years, but actually we were just doing too much like driving at the time. It was like I was trying to play under 17s with Monster, and then I was making the minors and under 16s with Columns and it just wasn't working. Mom was doing a ridiculous amount yeah. of driving, and um, for me it was always going to be rugby because I was never that good at football. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So with football, was it ever? Uh... It was never my strong suit. Now, in fairness, we got to say that. Uh, I know I was probably better at the hurling, but. Obviously, where we come from was very little, very little hurling, just all football, and with all the driving mom was doing at the time, it just it didn't. It was never going to be my first choice, and rugby was the first choice, so I had to kind of make a decision around sixteen, um, whether to go to rugby or the, the football. And obviously, I went to driving. Um, but a funny question, I suppose, because knowing you the way from from I suppose first year, like knowing you from school, this was a uh, many many of the boys had said, "Don't know why you have such good feet that I would." Uh, but you, you did a bit of set dancing, didn't you? I did a bit, yeah. Uh, my mum was always keen on us to do either Irish dancing or music, and I was never too yeah, musical. I saw the Boron, was that recently as well, wasn't it? It was, I get the bash to the Boron, but I was never too musical, so mum kind of set myself and Josh up to the, the set dance when we were younger, and I did that till I was, what, I don't know, secondary maybe. Um, yeah. I won't do you be any I've actually probably more medals at dancing than I do with rugby at this stage. Um, the trophies and stuff and with the Bantry show and things like that um, so that's where the quick feet have come from so isn't it? Well, that's been all kept a secret until now <laughs> yeah, until now <laughs> right. I'll show you the back and then I'm going to go into the styling and we'll close it off then just after the styling and stuff like that sweet so, as that right for you? that's perfect bud there you yeah, go we used to do it now at this stage and it's uh, yeah, it's been a few years practice now yeah it's a uh, bit of a change since uh, since I was first doing it I'm going to do a V-cut and then I'm trying to bring back in the mullet in as well. You're like, uh, It's slowly coming back in. There's actually a few lads. There is. There. I saw, was there one or two of the boys that are over in Boston had it? Yeah, Keenan Knox and Sean O'Connor has this. Reese uh, recently got it as well. Um, so you actually slowly could be making influence. Trying, trying to get it. Trying bring to get it back s- in. It's, I suppose then I was seeing when Ireland beat New Zealand in, in uh, the Aviva, there was a lot of the, there was not a, the, lot of the New Zealander boys had it as well, which was... Uh, so that kind of set a bit of a tone as well with the boys to have, get, try and get it, try and get it back in and get it back on. I suppose. Back stylish. Would you ever go back to the V? No, I, just, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I'll see. I don't know if I'd be allowed. Spoiled. The woman be giving out to you. Shouldn't be happy. No, I can imagine. I can imagine. Two seconds there. No, we'll just finish off. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you very, very much for coming in and this was getting traveling down from Limerick as well and being introduced for my first podcast. Thank you. Cheers, bro. Thanks for having me. This is the Kiwi Cuts podcast. Thanks for listening.